All rise for your dishonorable, not a real judge, Damone Allen. Debatable is now in session. Welcome to a new episode of Debatable. I am your host, not a real judge, Damone Allen. Joining me as always is primetime Travi T. Hello there. Late night Keefy Keef. I am so happy because I found out that trick cereal is now being made in the shapes of the fruits again. So I feel like a kid again. Yay! But that they're for kids. Place. You're not a kid. I am a kid because I got them and tricks are for kids. Therefore... I equals kid. <laughs> Did I you say that. the shapes don't affect the flavor? They do. Yeah. They no, do. Like, they do. It does not. It does. You don't know what it's like. Yeah. And joining us from the Black to the Future podcast, we have Zay Day. Uh, thank you for coming on. Why don't you tell the people about your show, about yourself? Yeah. So, hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, so like they said, I co-host the Black to the Future podcast with my co-host Mikey. Shout out to Mikey. And um, it's a podcast that centers the Black queer feminist experience in our world. So um, they drop every Thursday. So you can just check that out, you know, on Apple, you can uh, Google Play, however you guys listen to your podcast. And I also host um, a web series on YouTube called Slay with Zay. And basically, I give transgender lessons about our community, things people may not understand. So I think it's just important for us all to be able to have at least dialogue around it so that we can have better understanding of everyone in our world. So thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Um, So we're going to get started. So uh, for those who are new to the show on Debatable, we debate the serious, silly, and everything in between. Um, so we're going to start off actually with the serious. So um, as always, we're going to have two ter- uh, topics. One will be, in this case, a serious one, and then we're going to do a tournament. Um, so we'll start off with the serious topic. Um, so it's going to be black uh, or minority um, actors or actresses uh, portraying normally characters that are normally white. Okay. Yes, so Travis. What, what are we exactly debating here are we just saying who we like the best no we're saying like your thoughts on the idea because there's a lot oh. of people who are oh. like who are like superman can't well, be, be right. real fucking easy for me so <laughs> yeah i um, thought that too it's gonna be real i mean we're <laughs> i don't think any of us are gonna make the point against right yeah i, I don't think i was like honestly like hamilton's my favorite musical of all time um i prefer um samuel L. jackson's Nick Fury over the original like character of Nick Fury. I like I don't care. Like if it makes the character better, just do it. Even if it doesn't make the character better, if it doesn't make the character worse, what does it matter? Like I, I don't pers- I don't get it. Yeah. Uh you why don't you tell us? I don't get the argument against it. I I I don't know exactly how I kind of want to frame it because it's kind of like I want us to have our own characters. But at the same time, like, if they've already, like, if they've already kind of, like, established, like, these characters as, like, traditionally white characters, is is it bad that they would change it to be a Black character or a Black 
actor or actress, whomever portraying it. Is it bad? Mm, no, but I think what people have a problem with is like they've identified themselves like in that character, like, oh, I look like him so I could be that character. Whereas like okay. haven't had that luxury to do that their whole life. So that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I it's kind of like a catch 22. I want to have my own stuff. Like I love me some Storm and Black Panther, obviously, and like other, you know, people who can play Black uh just we were talking about superheroes, so that's why it's on my mind. <laughs> like the, yeah. the, the example so, Keith gave was like Zendaya playing Mary Jane. Oh. That didn't that didn't bother me, but that's again because for me, like as as like a black girl child, when I was like looking at people, I was just like, well, there's no black girl in this show, but I like this show. So I'm most related to this character who happened to be white or whatever other nationality. So I think just us as black people specifically, we got to look at white characters and be like, I'm gonna pick this. Like, you know, when you like when you play Power Rangers or whatever back in the day, you'll be like, okay, well, there's only one black guy, or there's only this one person, so I'm gonna have to be this other person. And, you know, I think as black people, we just didn't falter from that. So when you change some people, it may throw other people off. Yeah. Um, so I had a few examples of this other than the ones we named. Um, for instance, Morgan Freeman in uh, Shawshank Redemption, like Red, uh, in the book, Red is described as an Irish pale man. Um, However, Morgan Freeman is iconic in that role, so I think it worked out for the best. Um, same goes I didn't for even Will. Know Smith. that? Yeah, same for Will Smith in um, Men in Black. Agent J is in the comic books is technically um, a white man, um, and in I Am Legend, um, Robert Neville is is was portrayed originally as a white man. Um, again. Like kind of like what Travis says, I don't think that it's a bad thing. Of course, I don't think anyone here is going to say it's a it's a bad thing to do. Um, however, I will say that within researching this, I did see that um, there was some negative connotations with the term um, colorblind casting, um, to which people will say that just simply casting someone as a different race can be um, problematic in that it can lead to misunderstandings and um, like you said, seeing these traditionally white characters played by actors of color or minority actors can lead to people being upset unjustly at the actors or at the group of people because they were given a role. Um, so I think that it can be problematic at times if done, you know, seemingly at random. But if it's done, like if a good actor, like a Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, Samuel Jackson, if someone that can bring something to the role, I believe it can bring life and uh, different characteristics to the character. So I just, just to kind of reply to that real quick, I, the negative connotations to that are coming from negative people. If the character's backstory and the character's history has nothing, if, if the only thing that says that they're white is that the person that made the character says they're white, then there's no reason they have to be white. If it doesn't change the character, what does it matter? I'm, right. I come from a firm belief that I'm not going to, for lack of better terms, I'm not negotiating with terrorists. If, you're gonna, if your whole problem is you're mad because 
a black actor black actors playing a role because they're you're mad because they're black then fuck you i don't care but i'm not i'm not stepping aside for you because your feelings are hurt that captain america's black or superman's black or batman's black or fucking whatever leonardo dicaprio's character in fucking titanic is black i don't care like if the if they if it doesn't matter if it's not predominant to the story predominant to that character's origin that he's white it does not matter and honestly like you're just you're kind of showing your like you're showing bigotry just be like to be to be pissed off about it it doesn't make sense and also to to go back off of what you were saying say like I didn't think about it coming up, coming into this the the representation but like it is important like it's important like I mean I can go turn on any show right now I any I can turn TV to any channel and I promise you I will see somebody that looks like me or someone yeah. that I can relate to with as I mean I'm a straight white cisgender male I can find something to relate in anybody any show anywhere that's not the same for everybody like I've got like my best friend is a black lesbian. Like, mm -hmm. it's she can't do that. She can't turn on a TV and see someone yeah. identify to what she, her story is. Right. So I was, I'm with you. I was, I was gonna say something along the lines of like when they were talking. I don't know if they're still doing it or not, but talking about like Idris Alba being like um, 007 or whatever that character, James yeah. Bond, or whatever, yeah. and. Or like when uh, Halle Bailey, who is going to be um, um yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not Halle, um, Chloe and Halle, uh, Halle, the younger sister, she's going to be Ariel in the new Little Mermaid yeah. movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Then, like, there was just so much backlash from that, and it was like, well, Ariel's a fictional character, so granted, she's like derived from this, I think Nordic story or whatever the case yeah. Norwegian story or whatever. But it's kind of just like, you know, I, 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 I understand that people don't want things to be shifted and changed. I really do understand that. But at the same time, it's just like, again, like I was just saying earlier, it's just the fact that white people haven't had to think about that kind of stuff. Now they have to kind of start putting things in perspective, like, oh no, there are other people in the world besides me. And it's having to take the time to think about that kind of stuff can just be jarring for them. And they have to rationalize the fact that there are a lot of little girls like myself when I was younger trying to literally just see myself in the world. And it took all the way until 2000 and something to get Tiana. And then even she was a frog the whole movie. So it was kind of like, ah, like, no, I, I don't, I don't see it inherently being a problem. I like the idea of the blind because I, I do music as well. I'm a music teacher. And so when we used to do auditions, like back in college, they would put you behind the screen and whoever was the best player was the best player. Like it wasn't based on who they know or something like that. Cause you know, the power of code switching, you can go into an audition and you can really blow people away from behind the screen if you act the part. I mean, there's a whole uh, uh, nationally syndicated TV show based on that. Is there uh, it's uh, the Mass Singer and the Mass so Singer. Or, yeah, I was thinking of the Mass Singer, which is you literally don't know who it is. So, so what I meant by colorblind casting is people that it's like saying, "Oh, I don't see color." Uh, that is, is that, what I meant by colorblind. Correct. That's what I had meant by that, by that, by that statement when I said I was researching this earlier and found that. Okay. That's what they had meant was that 
producers and and directors casting these roles as if oh I don't see color and ignoring race. So are you saying? Because it sounds like you're trying to say like them casting black actors just to cast black act black actors, not necessarily casting the best person for the role. Right. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay, that's that's a little bit different than what I was hearing to begin with. Uh, yeah, I don't want diversity for diversity's sake. I want the best person to get the role. Right. Right. But I also don't want to be. I don't want roles to be pigeonholed based off of the race of the character. Right. I would say unless, that, that, unless it's unless you're saying this character is a direct descendant from pale Irish people everywhere, and this is right. integral if, to his story or her story. I don't. I don't see the point. I don't. Right. I don't the, get the, why else it would matter. Yeah, to jump off of what Travis is saying, I, that's my thought process too. Unless it directly Im- impacts the actual story or backstory, it, the race shouldn't matter. Like unless it's like, like I understand like Mulan. You can't have it's. You can't have it. It doesn't. It would mess. It messes up the story if you change the race because the race is an integral part. Or like Black Panther, the race is an integral part of the story. But Spider Man, there's. It's not part of the story. Like it has nothing yeah. to do with it. It's not written into it. It doesn't impact his his arc or anything, or like any of those like sorts of thing. Not just to be go on superheroes, but like it doesn't impact it. If it doesn't indirectly impact the story, I don't think the race should matter. And like you were saying, it should go to whoever's the most qualified, whoever can do the best job should get the role, regardless of race. And like we were talking about representation, to take it back to to take it to wrestling like as a kid i loved wrestling and my favorite wrestler became triple h because there but there really wasn't any black wrestler for me to look up to because there was no black heavyweight champion so like if i wanted to become a pro wrestler i had i was gonna have to emulate a white wrestler there was no like booker t eventually got there but when i was growing up as a kid there was no like big black wrestler who was the star right um i agree and we spoke about idris elba um playing 007 i think that that role 007 is a secret agent it's a code name for a secret agent so it doesn't matter on the flip side of that idris elba also played uh hamdell in thor and thor the dark world um who was a norse god which again i think he knocked it out of the park like he was he's a very very powerfully speaking man so him taking that role and and being able to fill those shoes proves that he was the best for that job um as far as like directors specifically casting like uh going out of their way to change the race of a character like uh in the movie jackie brown um when quentin tarantino envisioned the movie he envisioned that role for pam greer or greer or greer i can't remember how you pronounce it it's greer and but but he envisioned that role or her for that role even though that based on um the book rum punch she was um a blonde stewardess um or blonde pale skin stewardess which again it's the director making a conscious decision. I mean, he made made it based on her, the actress. He knew that she was going to do the best job. Um, I feel like if they're if you if you have someone that you feel is going to make the best movie or make the best product that you can make, 
that's what you have to go with. And I, I mean, it shouldn't, I don't want to say it shouldn't matter because it makes it seem like I think it does. it's not a big deal. But again, it's, I mean, it's the best person getting the best job. I will yeah. say there are, uh, sorry, I was, I was going to say there are instances where like, um, what's her name? Johansson. Scarlett. Um, Scarlett. Scarlett. Johansson, when she was playing the an Asian, essentially a character that was written to be Asian, and they just threw her into the role, just to throw her into the role, even though she made the most money because of her name, but that wasn't the character, wasn't supposed to be that. I think there are instances where that happens. Okay, so whitewashing a character and having a person of color playing the character are two completely different things. No, I know, I know. Why. No, I know. Well, I, I understand that you know, but I want to explain for the audience that's listening okay. that may not know. So the the problem is, as I said, anything that I want to look into, I can have that. I can find somebody that looks like me. I can find someone to relate to. I can find all that stuff. When people of color write stories or they make these characters, they make these things to ha- so that they can have things that they can identify with, things that they can gr- gravitate to, latch onto, and live vicariously through. And then we go and take them it's just it's it's colonialism honestly like it's we have we unfortunately as a white man i have to i have to own the the faults of everybody that came before me and we have a bad history of taking shit that's not ours so when we come in and we take characters that are made for little black boys and girls or little hispanic boys and girls or Asian boys and girls, whatever. When we go and take those roles, it, it kind of just shows those kids that like nothing is theirs. Like they they like they can't even like being black can't even be theirs. Cause like white people are coming in and taking that now. You know, like it's yeah. it's harmful to everything when white people come in and Racial, I mean, um, cultural, culturally appropriate stuff for themselves. Like it's it's just it's wrong. Like you can't you can't do that. So I'm gonna step off my soapbox. <laughs> I was I was just gonna say it's just like with the audition process at least it's just gonna be like an implicit bias. You know, it's like you're naturally inherently going to be geared towards what you look like for the majority, not everybody, but majority of the time. So like when you look at the screen, you want to see your own reflection back. So when a director or gets this, the scripts or the storyline for what's supposed to be taking place, and if there's already depictions of this or some kind of idea of what they're supposed to look like, you know, it's inherently going to be this character. They're, they may be white just inherently in their head. And it's like, no, this is about a black person. And it may be like, oh, okay, that's a little bit different or something like that. But the the, the idea of just like, I'm going to let this kind of go past or I'm going to just allow it to be is just the implicit bias of like how people are. Everybody has it. It's just the fact of with the majority of people being cishet white people, it's just what's going to take place. So. Um, so I think we all pretty much agree yeah. on this one. Um, I have a so, question, yes. though, if I can, for everyone. And um, I just I, it's something that I thought of earlier today that I really wanted to ask since we were talking about it. How does everyone feel about? Have you seen the movie Tropic Thunder? Yes. Yeah. I know where you're going with it. 
So in the movie, Robert Downey Jr. plays an actor that's so dedicated to acting and method acting that he goes through, um, is it skin grafting change? In the movie, he does blackface in the movie. I don't know if it's um, skin draft, drafting. I don't remember that part. I just remember he does blackface in the movie for the role. Um, my thought with it has always been for that particular role, and also it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Has done it a couple times too. They're mocking the idea of white people thinking blackface is okay, which is I think why they get away with it because they're mocking the idea that people think it's okay. Like they're not saying it's okay. They're mocking because Robert Downey Jr. looks like an idiot. They all tell him you're an idiot for doing this. Stop being an idiot. So that's the, they're mocking the idea of people thinking blackface is okay. Okay. I, yeah, I've never seen the, I've never seen the movie, but yeah, I can I can see that where it's kind of along the lines of like, well, we want to be able to do this to illustrate how horrible it is. Why so? Why these characters are going to tell this character why blackface is a bad thing? So it'll further permeate throughout. But you know, people take things out of context. So. Um, ridiculously till they'll just end up being saying oh no you're just you know you're just doing blackface and so do i think that it's okay for anyone to be doing it no do i think the intention of what they're trying to get across is a good thing yes but i it, it's like again it's a catch me too it's such a like a fine like this this tiny fine line where you're not going to get everyone on board with the with the concept of them Persecuting for so many words, or saying this is unacceptable, but still performing blackface to get the point across. It's really, it's a very, very fine line. Yeah, it's a very, very. Th- they like very gingerly walk that line. And also, mm-hmm. movie is also very problematic. Like it's funny, but it also uses the R word a lot. Mm-hmm. And I remember it being yeah. like getting a lot of justifiably a lot of slack for that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they said everything I wanted to say. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure you've never. I know you have never seen it. So. No, I have seen it, and I, I don't oh, you really have? care for it. Yeah, I get. I get that the point is like they're supposed. To, it's supposed to be like a, a spoof or like mocking it, like how it, like it's. I don't know. I I don't like it overall. I mean, I, I could go into like in depth with it, but at the end of the day, I I don't like it. There's other ways to do it than. There's other ways to say blackface is bad than doing blackface. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna uh, I'm gonna let Keith do a plug right now because I'm feeling like I need some energy for this tournament. Do you need some energy, Damone? Are you tired? Yeah. I'm always. You're tired. Probably. You're tired of those other energy. You're tired of those other energy drinks hitting you with that short burst of jittery energy, followed by a crash that leaves you with less energy than you had before. Raised energy drinks are specifically formulated to get you going without making you jittery and keeping you from crashing. With zero sugars, zero calories, and better caffeine than a cup of coffee, raised energy drinks are the number one growing energy drinks on the market. And with flavors like Baja Lime, Sour Gummy Worm, which is my personal favorite now, uh, guava mango and strawberry colada. Rays has some of the best tasting energy drinks available. You can get a case of Rays right now at repsports.com and use the pl- promo code T13, that's T1 T H R E E, when you check out 
to take an additional 15% off of your next order. That's promo code T13 for 15% off of your next order of better, tastier energy. Uh, okay. Keith, you might not know the answer to this, but are they zero, zero sugar? Yes. Zero That's sugar, okay. zero calories. I actually had one. I mean, I mean, I've bought a bunch of them over the weekend. I had one last night, and it was great. I woke up. Normally, if I have an energy drink, like not, but like after 5 o'clock, uh, I wake up the next day feeling like almost – energy hungover i didn't feel that today i actually woke up with like more energy this morning than i have nice yeah nice um so we're gonna do a tournament now yay um so we're gonna write hopefully write the wrong that happened here before um so uh we previously done this topic which the winner uh, the winner of this was Sister Sister for well, it was overall black sitcom, but we're gonna narrow it down this time. Um, but I'm still we're mad. This is I'm still mad. This is I'm still angry. Like I got angry in the car the other day just thinking of it. <laughs> um, I, say I told you that there was some uh, heated feelings about this. <laughs> I so I heard. I, I I'm excited to um. See what how this goes gonna go. So um we're gonna do a tournament on best black sitcom from 1990 well late 90s so 95 to early in early 2000 so to 2005 so 95 to 05. So um way it works is we're gonna use Travis rules. So instead of everyone just yelling out top or things to put in, each one each of us will get four. I can do the math because it's not that hard. Um so each of us Damone, yes. speaking of not that hard and things putting in. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> Your body and the bodies you're loving deserve nothing but the best. Organic Lovin' is the only adult subscription box that includes eco-friendly body products um, from body-safe adult toys to sex-positive books and erotic seminars. Organic Lovin's online store has everything you and your partner or partners could ever need to heat things up. And right now, your friends here at T13 want to take 10% off of your next order. Just go to organiclovin.com and use promo code T1THREE when you check out. Organic Lovin. Love organically, purely, deeply, boldly. Hey, so, um, I'm nailing these promo spots. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> you're feeling yourself today. Um, so, yeah, the way we do it, each person will get four. You'll just give me give us your four, then we'll put them in our bracket. We'll randomize it. They'll go head to get head against each other until there's one final winner. Um, if you feel like the one you put in, even if it goes up against something you think is better, you can vote against it. Vote whatever you think is better by your criteria. Your criteria might be different than it's going to be different than mine or Travis's. So, um, like I said, it's going to be best black sitcom from '95 to 2005. And to clarify, they just have to have been on during that time period. Um, I would say at least for more than a year. Like, if they were only on for, like, 95 or only on from, like, in 2005, I would say no. But <laughs> if, they were, if they were on for one season and canceled, I was like, no PJs? <laughs> <laughs> Did the PJs make it more than one season? I don't remember, but I used to love the PJs. Yeah, I did too. Um <laughs> But, yeah, so, Keith, hit us with the – or, actually, I need to make it big. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> I gotta say, I need to be kind of high on this list of putting things up here. I don't know if I'm. If you put me fourth, I don't know if I'm gonna have any options. You can go second. Uh, let me do this. We're gonna move us around a little bit. So um, put me at the top, and so we're not covering. Oh, put me at the top, so we're not covering the guest. Oh, I hate it when or do just, yeah, reverse us. We'll do that. There we go. Okay. Um, Zay, so you're going to go first. What is your first one? Um, my very first one is the Parkers. Okay. And, um, number two is going to be my wife and kids. Damn it. That was, I think that was on everyone's list. <laughs> oh, I love that show. Um, yeah. the second one or the third one I'm going to choose is half and half. I forgot about that one. And um, the last one I'm going to choose is, it, yeah, it's uh, Moesha. Nice. Ooh, I saw Moesha starring Brandy. And was wasn't Ray J on there for a minute? He yeah. was. He was on there towards the end, and they cut that. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. It's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> This is the place to air your grievances. Air it out. It's just irritating because I love Moesha so much towards the end. Like, the beginning was a little crunchy. I was like, ah. But, like, once he kind of got into the groove, and then even though people didn't like Ray J being on this show, it's like her brother after being, like, a different character 19 times before that. Like, I love the drama that he brought to the show. And then, like, they left us on this big cliffhanger at the end. And I was like, this is traumatizing. Like, who's pregnant? <laughs> like, I need to know. Like, did they never say who it was? No, we don't know anything. <laughs> I wonder if they, like, were supposed to have another season and it just got canceled. I think something like that happened. And I'm just like, I want, mm, I, I was just ready for more drama. Plus, plus, D wasn't there anymore, which made me sad too. But. And Miles uh, got kidnapped. We don't even know what happened. Okay, I'm sorry. See, you open that one. Or Travi, sorry. Can anyone confirm that Sister Sister was around in those times? It sure was, buddy. Sister Sister. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody on. hates Chris. Everybody uh, hates Chris. Um, I'm going to do these two. There's there's one on my list that I hope makes it, but I think it's more um, like it's it's more likely to get picked up by you guys than the other two will. That's a Raven. I was guys together. I was just looking at that one. That's a Raven. And this one, this one's this one might get voted out. I don't know. The Proud Family. Damn it! That's uh, another one. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That's good. Um, when you want to go next, or uh, you can go next, but I was gonna say something about that. So, Raven, totally random. So, in like high school, for like a project or something, I did some shit on like the KKK, and they, of course, they fucking have a website because everybody fucking does. And they fucking went on a rant about how they hated that. So, Raven, because she was dating white guys, <laughs> that's yeah. traumatizing. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a whole uh, like front page rant about it. Why are you even watching that show if you're part of the KKK? Like, why? 
Let me subject myself to black joy so I can be angry. <laughs> it was on Disney Wire, and they were like, oh, let's check it out. They just hate no. watched it. They thought it was an Edgar Allan Poe show. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. Okay, that anyway, moving on. I thought. Uh, thank you. I'm going to go with one on one. No Someone pop for one on one. Cool, cool. Say all of us. Someone has to say all of us. Uh, let's see. Wayne's Bros. Wayne's Brothers. Yeah. I didn't think that was during that time. Yeah, yeah it, like, uh, it started because I'm looking at the list and like it's on here. I mean, I have no reason to believe that. I just didn't think it. It was like '97 to like something. Okay, fair enough. It cuts uh, it close. But yeah, it's like cutting it close. It's '95 to '99. Yeah. So it's literally the. It's right the there. Beginning of the time for. Oh yeah, definitely Bernie Mac show. Definitely that's the one. Bernie. That's the one that I said would be more likely to get picked up. Oh, for sure. Uh, uh, I'm torn between the two left. Like, I had a total of seven, and two of them were taken. My cat is trying to claw her way through the door to get in here. Um, so I'm going to say my last one and then run and, and scare her away. But my last one is... My last one is Jamie Foxx show. Okay. I actually... Oh, I totally I totally missed one that was very clutch. Whoops. Oh, well. Uh, what was it? I might steal it. You know, you're probably going to say it now. That it's, I forgot how popular. I feel so dumb. Well, we do, give a, we do give the option to change any answers at the end. Okay. Well, you can go uh, ahead. I'm... Keenan and Kel. Nice. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, did we do the Steve Harvey show? Nope. No, no but I love the Steve Harvey. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in an over dramatic. I can already tell. <laughs> we are too. So, uh, that no, that doesn't make the cut. I almost put hanging with Mr. Cooper, but it was only on for like two seasons during in 2000. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the show, but girlfriends. I don't even know what that is. <gasps> I don't watch TV or movies. Like, girlfriend, that was one of the new was a big deal. Oh, um, the Hughleys. Oh yes, please put that. Oh god. So we have three of the four kings of comedies. I am having visceral reactions to this. The Cedric. The- no, all four are technically in it because um, Cedric's well, in Cedric- the, the Steve Harvey show. Well, Cedric also had his own show. Oh, yeah, I forgot he had that show for, like, a season. I think it was two, and he did funny skits. Don't down. (laughs) How do you spell Hughley's? Uh, H-U-G-H-L-E-Y. Let me just... Yeah, H-U-G-H-L-E-Y-S. Hughley's. Okay. So... Everybody good with their picks? Does anyone want to change? Oh, no. I don't want to change one of mine. I want to change someone else. What is your pick? Take one of ours off. The one that's in my brain is the Fresh Prince because that's just like iconic. But the I was it, worried that it didn't make the cut. 
Yeah, I was worried it didn't get the because it was like it went from like what ninety nine to ninety six, like beginning of or maybe ninety six or ninety nine or nineteen ninety to ninety six. I I don't think it makes the cut. I, I would I say it doesn't make the dominate. cut. I feel like it would dominate though. I feel like it doesn't make the. It, I'm gonna say no. It doesn't make the cut just because it was only a year in, and it was like the end of the series. Yeah. Yeah, when it wasn't as good. Fine, whatever. Yeah, and it was. It was Arskin <laughs> and, and Viv, and yeah, but that's not the Aunt Viv we want. No, it's not. And, and I, she was I feel so, so bad for her. I really do. I feel bad for Lysky and Aunt Viv. <laughs> <laughs> She's just stepped into this role that nobody. Everybody's like, we don't want you. Go away. Give us her. Aw, y'all done turned light scan Aunt Viv into Will. She's like, how come they don't want me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's a. <laughs> All right, we good to shuffle. Yeah, go oh, ahead, shuffle. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. Every day I'm shuffling, shuffle, 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 All right, that's good. Okay. Um, the, the price is right ticker down. Okay, so first round. Uh, Moicha versus the Jamie Foxx show. Because uh, you're at the top, it's going to be easier for me to remember which way we're going. Travis, you go first. Four people tomorrow. Uh, the Jamie Foxx show. Uh, Zay. Moicha. Keith. Damone, do you have to make a final ruling if we... What? Damone doesn't get to vote. What happens I don't if... get to vote. There's no tie. Oh. It's impossible to tie. So I have... three of you. Ooh. I put Jamie Foxx in there, but I feel like Moesha was a better show. And That's because we have to but so it did with- launch Jamie Foxx into superstardom. But it was Moesha. I'll go with Moesha. Okay. Yeah. So, so. Uh, we're going to go reverse order. So Keenan and Cal versus Sister Sister. Keith, look at me. Look at me in my eyes. <laughs> Hold on. Let me click back to the screen. Do, do the right thing. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Do the I right thing. You. I'm ready to do the right thing. You're gonna disappoint um, me. <laughs> sister, <laughs> sister, sister. They. I also Sorry. choose sister, sister. Sister, sister, sweets. Let's go. <laughs> Keelan Kel wasn't that good. I'm gonna say it. It was that good. It's more quotable. Oh, this is a hard one. It had. This is a hard one. This is a. Mm. This is a hard one. That so next one's gonna be that's so Raven versus everybody hates Chris. It's me. <laughs> yep. It's uh, so here's the thing: is that's so Raven to me barely fits the the qualifications of sitcom because I think it was a it was aimed at a certain age demographic. Um, and that being said, everybody hates Chris is up there in my like it's probably top five sitcoms of all time. 
So everybody hates Chris. <laughs> okay. See, I, I I literally quote Raven probably daily from that show. So that's 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 tra that's traumatizing. Not wanting to choose her. But like, I just love Tanisha Arnold. Like, it's hard. Like, she made that show, and then even though Terry Crews is terrible now, like he was like great. Every time I don't drink all the milk in a cart, I'm like, that's 17 cents worth of milk. That <laughs> just, like, just feels so bad. <sighs> you don't need to tell time when you sleep. <laughs> Stupid stuff like that. Oh. I don't know. I literally quote Raven daily. I'm gonna chase, say Raven. I'm sorry. Uh, one to one, Keith. That's all right. That's fine. You can vote for Raven. Even though everybody hates Chris, it sounds like everybody loves Chris because it's Chris. Yeah. Okay. So next one's going to be the Parkers versus my wife and kids. I don't like this. This is unfair. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, honestly, I love my wife and kids. Like it's, I mean, uh, there are some issues like with the smacking his son, but Junior be Junior be fucking up. Let's be real. <laughs> I love Junior. Uh, <laughs> and it dealt with some real issues. Um, even though they changed, um, I can't remember the sister's name, but Claire. Uh, Junior says Claire. Yeah, Claire changed. Similarly to to Aunt Viv, but that was a good change. Um, but it was a good change. <laughs> that the was a good Claire change. was better than the first Claire. That's true. That's that's very true. Plus, I love their relationship. The the um, Damon and Tisha Campbell. I I love their relationship. It seems like they were actually a couple, even though I know they weren't in real life. But they also they changed the girlfriend chemistry. too. Did they? Yeah, it went from Megan Good to someone else. Because I think yeah. Megan Good got to like she became an actual star, so she she blew up, so she left the show, and they switch actresses. My mom literally just told me like a week ago that they changed um, Junior's girlfriend because Megan Good was supposed, you know, the character was supposed to get pregnant, and they didn't want Megan Good's character, like her mom, didn't want her to be pregnant on a television show, like a stereotypical black girl or whatever. Interesting. Mm. I did not know that. Did that that's that's that. Yeah, she's at home not doing nothing. So she just looks <laughs> up on her tells me stuff sometimes. I'm just like, okay, my great. I love this. <laughs> are you but you're voting are you voting my wife and kids, I'm assuming, Keith? Oh yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh Zay. Um, after all that praise I gave my wife and kids, I have to go with the Parkers. Monique and Countess Vaughn literally like that show, black women, us doing like everything. Like that was one of my favorite late nineties, early two thousands. Like it was just so ghetto in the best way possible. It was just like, I still say party wrong because of Kim to this day. I'd be like, you gonna come to my party? You know, <laughs> so I'm gonna say the Parkers. Uh, Travi. Uh, my wife and kids. Y'all just hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh. That is legitimately one of my favorite shows yeah, of all time. Yeah, same. I'm sorry. Uh, the Steve Harvey Show versus the Hughleys. Travi. Uh-oh. The Steve Harvey Show. I feel like you've 
probably <laughs> never seen the Hughleys. It I've probably never seen either, one of them. either of them. <laughs> Okay. Um, He'll be a pigeon head. Uh, there was a chicken. There was a, no, it was chicken head. It was chicken head. Don't be a chicken head. Okay. I love the Steve Harvey show, but I, I and I always get so much flack for thinking D.L. Hughley is one of the funnier kings of comedy. Nobody else thinks that except for me, apparently. <laughs> I would say he's funnier than Steve. Steve Harvey is hilarious. I, I'm gonna say the Steve Harvey show. The characters were just better, just Lydia and just Balea. Just that right there, that combination right there by itself. And Lavita. Okay, yeah, we go Steve Harvey. And R.I.P. Romeo. Oh yeah. Romeo. Romeo. Yeah, Romeo. Yeah, he died. A rapper? No, the mm -hmm. character Romeo from oh. the show. I thought you were saying he's <laughs> done. No, not that Romeo. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing right now or what, you know, but that's that got me. No, yeah, so Steve Harvey show. Keith, where are you going with? Uh, yeah, Steve Harvey show. It's got an all star cast. And sorry, DL, you are a great, great king of comedy, but man, Steve was Steve was the host of the king of comedy. Like, he's. Yeah, I can't believe that the moment say he's not, he's the DL Hughley is funnier than Steve Harvey. Stop. Yeah, I would say it's Bernie is one, DL is two, Steve is three, and probably Cedric fourth. I got DL as, as fourth. Uh, I, okay. I get so much gripe and so much shit for this. I'm from Chicago, and I don't think that Bernie back is like the funniest. And I get so much shit for that. And I'm going <laughs> to. Everybody gonna, gonna cancel me right now for saying this. I just, I just don't think he's the funniest. I think I, I think Bernie's the funniest. Steve is second funniest. Uh, Cedric is third. DL is fourth. It appears. Hmm. <laughs> I, um, also... I think Steve is funniest on TV. I think, I think Steve. His stand-up is underrated. Here's the thing: is that if like. Rest in peace, Bernie. But if he were still alive, I don't know how he would do his stand-up because he said some... He would do some... it exactly as he did before because he ain't scared of you motherfuckers. <laughs> True. Yeah, you Fair were enough. the kid. Um, also, he, I legitimately believe the story about the about the children that he raised his sister's children. I legitimately believe that until like two years ago when I found out that was all bullshit. None of that what? shit happened. Yeah, that's all what? not true. None of that's true. Yeah, he just yeah. made that shit He's a genius. <laughs> None of that is true. This guy got a TV show <laughs> off a joke. Off a joke. Yeah, he got a TV show off a joke. I didn't know that for real. Like this is this is me finding out for the first time. I was today years old. Yeah, that was all bullshit. Like he just made that whole story up about raising his his sister's kids. He told the whole story. Had us all believe in it. Nope, none of it was true. Not Did they change the niece thing. on that show too? Who knows? No, no, they were the, both there okay. the whole time. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember. I thought they changed they her, but they did a better job at like making her similar. Baby girl they, got they, older. I mean, yeah. I mean, Everybody she grew up. She, 
they all grew up as except for Nessa. They like they both the Jordan and baby girl grew up real fast on the show. So it was like it seemed like they got so much older so much quicker. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh Wayne's brothers versus one on one. Uh Keith. This one's oh man, they're both mine. This one's hard. I thought one on one was great because it had like it showed how raising a teenage daughter and being in the entertainment business and then like the the whole father-daughter dynamic but the wayne's brothers was just so funny and the way that they went out like they didn't go out they didn't even get a a, a final episode <sighs> this one's hard i'm gonna go with I'm going to go with one-on-one. Okay. Well, I, and I get, again, I get a lot of flack for this too, but I think that the Wayans are funny, but they're like stupid funny, which is like, sometimes it's great. And other times it's just like, okay, they're doing too much. And sometimes it's just not funny. <laughs> and plus I, I, I like one-on-one better. And it's just like, again, like, I think I just like the centric, idea of like it's about you know Kyla Pratt's character mostly and about what she's going through so plus Arnie's was cute so that kind of helped too so one on one Travi I I would have voted for the weigh-ins mostly because I haven't seen one on see I really like I think one on one is definitely I think if I read right they might be doing, doing a reunion with the potential to do a reboot um, Wayne's brothers deserve a reunion, but it's going to be sad because it's, it's going to be hard to do because Pops is gone. John's Witherspoon, you can't do without him. No, it's yeah. also why I don't. I don't really want a Boondocks reboot now because yeah, without him, it's not the same. Yeah, just leave some stuff alone. We just don't need it to be redone. Yep. Fair. Uh, Fair. Girlfriends versus the Proud Family, Travi. Oh, I'm going to the house all day. Zay? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't like that y'all put me in these situations where I have to <laughs> choose between my two things that I live with my whole life. <laughs> okay. The Proud family was like, it was it was so good. Like the growth the grossesters and La Cienica Boulevard is who I wanted to be so badly. And think yeah. about the representation for children. <laughs> uh, but I love girlfriends. I just love girlfriends. Like it was literally like black women like being together and I love that. So I'm gonna pick girlfriends. Uh Keith. I am going with the show that had a banger for an intro and the grandma was awesome. (laughs) And I want to see Kenny dress up like the uncle. (laughs) I'll make it happen. Please do, because that'll be, that'll, beautiful. Um, But yeah, Proud Family had the banger intro by uh, Beyonce featuring Destiny's Child. I said it, Damone. I said it. I don't hate Beyonce. I just think she's overrated. 
Is she the um, best from wow, I should, should I exit, I'm going to exit the chat right now. <laughs> oh, seriously. I, uh, Damone, Damone and I have had words on this subject. I'm going to exit the chat. Who's the best member of Destiny's Child? It's Beyonce. I've said, okay. okay. I've said, mm. like, I've said that it was. Um, what what do you mean? Out. What do you mean the best? That's, that's, this is very. Who was her? Who was her? I'm Kate, uh, Roland. Kelly Rowland. I've said oh. Kelly Rowland. Can't even I was, think of I, her name. I was going all in on my like anti Beyonce for at the moment. I had to I had to go all in. So I went with I said Kelly Rowland was better. I didn't actually mean it, but I had to go with it because that's where I was headed. That was the train I was on. So I had to go with Kelly Rowland was being the best. At least I didn't say Michelle. Michelle could do a bridge. Like, that's one thing she's going to do. She's going to get us across that bridge. So they did a very integral part in the whole Destiny's Child format. Absolutely. The only reason I made such a fuss was to bring up Damone's wrong, the wrongful doings of Damone. Yeah, like two weeks ago. And I said I was done with my anti-Beyonce rant for a while. I I said that. What did I say recently? I, I did say Tina Turner was better. Um... <laughs> And yeah, you did say that too. I also said that uh, both looks and harmony were never good, which I'm I'm sticking with that one. I'm with you on that. No, what? What? Both looks and harmony they were never good. Oh, I don't know who that is. So cross, exactly. cross crossroads probably the song you would know. That's the song everyone knows. For the love of money, gotta get that money, man, money, man. <laughs> that was terrible. No, it was bad. I was going to say, I stopped singing it, we'll get sued, but they won't ever recognize that it was their song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's Half and Half versus the Bernie Mac show. Key. Uh, uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac, yeah. for sure. Y'all really just keep trying to do this to me, don't y'all? I am in the middle of watching Half and Half on Netflix. You can't do this to me. The show is so great. Like, I like I like Bernie Mac, but I like Half and Half better. So that's just me. So Half and Half. Well, I'm in the process of watching um, Bernie Mac on Amazon Prime. So put Bernie Mac through. Uh. I was gonna say I watched I watched Bernie Mac on Hulu during the summer while I was supposed to be working. So uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would have voted for Bernie Mac. Um, so quarantine life, being able to work at home. Um, Moesha versus Sister Sister. By the way, if Sister Sister wins this whole thing, this is the last episode of Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing: is I'm canceling the show. I love Sister Sister, <laughs> so I'm voting Sister Sister. This Sister Sister is probably my favorite show on this on this whole list. Um, I'm going to I okay. I like Sister Sister, but I have a greater attachment to Moesha, so I'm gonna choose Moesha. And that's fair. I'm not mad if Sister Sister gets limited. I'm not demoned. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Hold bias against me. <laughs> you so hatred from your pores. <laughs> did he freeze? I think Keith did freeze. Yep, I think Keith froze. Me? Yeah, like, no, he froze for a second. No, I'm sitting here. I'm right here. 
Oh, You're good now. I'm right here. You're Hello? good now. Can you see me? Yes. Yes. Hello. Oh. oh, okay. I was like, I'm not frozen. I'm not frozen. <laughs> I was thinking, um, because I was thinking, like, do I go with my gut or do I go with making Damone mad? Go with your gut. <laughs> yeah, go with your gut. Don't do it. Don't do it to. I just Moesha's really good. Sister Sister's not remember. bad. I know I've seen Moesha, but I don't remember it. So I feel like I remember less of Sister Sister though. Me too. Even though I love Jack A. It was always it was a very I like I don't get me wrong. I actually like Sister Sister. I just wasn't the best black sitcom. Um and it was pretty I good. think I think it is pretty it is pretty good, but it is also very much the same story like every week like oh they they're sisters and they they do different things and then they also have the they also have the creepy like stalker neighbor trope thing too yeah that's funny though because they turned like everybody loved him in immature but then like they turned him into like the dweeby like the neighbor everyone liked to tell him to get out <laughs> wait wait that what's that I'm sorry. What? Wasn't that before? Didn't the show start in... before he was in it? I think it was like it started before, and then he was in Immature, and yeah, it was and, still that, on and the they show. changed his character after that. So after he was in, after he was in Immature, he's, he had the like he got changed into like the heartthrob character that all the girls wanted. Well, there you go. Now that gives me more reason to vote for Moesha. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I think like the whole thing is like the, uh, they have a summer off and like he goes away and then like, he comes back and he's hot now. It's like the whole thing. He doesn't look that summer. much different. He just grew up and got a goatee. Pretty much. Let's be honest. Travis um, got a goatee since he turned twenty-five. I do have a goatee now. Uh, the Steve Harvey Show versus One Hundred and One. Nobody. Or nope, I did. Uh, reading is hard. Everybody <laughs> hates Chris versus my wife and kids. This is a banger. This, this, this is, is a banger. This is fucking hard. Good luck, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this could be the finals. Yeah, it could be. Keith. Uh, my wife and kids. Ooh. He said it so easily. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a big. I'm a big. Uh, rep- I'm big at representation of of parents and their relationships as far as marriage and and i feel like the show is mostly about i mean the show is mostly about chris i mean it does focus on the side characters but um my wife and kids are it's almost about everyone i i do think that my wife and kids had more of like a diverse kind of like it was kind of like they kind of thought about everything on the outside not just the immediate family dynamic. It was like they really took the time to think about like Junior and like his girlfriend and Claire and Tony and like even the baby and smart ass Franklin. Like, it's like I forgot about Franklin. They really took the time to like think about it. And I, yeah, I could really and, and like Tisha Campbell being in an actual like marriage relationship and having those children and just, yeah. So I'm gonna say my wife and kids too. Even though I love Tanisha Arnold, she's so fucking funny to me. <laughs> Trevor, who would you have voted for? I would have went with everybody that hates Chris and wouldn't have thought twice about it. 
Really? I love my wife and kids, but everybody hates Chris. And <laughs> uh, the Steve Harvey show versus one of one. Travi. Do you want Steve me to Harvey take your show. vote? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, Zay, you go first. Um, I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this, this I feel is bad. Sad. I feel like she's going to have anxiety after this. It's, <laughs> It's frustrating because I can like as soon as I think of like the show, I think of very specific parts that I love immediately, and then it's like, how do I compare this to that? You know, it's I'm gonna have to say Steve Harvey. It just has stronger characters and more fun for me and my family personally. So, Keith, um, I really like one on one. I'm gonna go with one on one. Uh, we're gonna go with Steve Harvey show. Um, when I was actually in the hospital like two months ago, Steve Harvey show was actually on, and I watched a shit ton of it. It's still fuck. It's still hilarious. It's got Mary Beth Dinberg, Dinberg, right? That's her last name, but she's hilarious in it. Uh, Bullethead, um, Cedric, they're all like hilarious. And the uh, the whole show, everyone on the show is funny. The whole show, like this overall, and him being a music teacher. And like just him wearing the suit, the crazy suits all the time. It's a super. In his interaction with, I forget her name, but uh, oh, um, uh, um, Wendy Raquel Robinson. Yeah, her. Like his, the interaction between the two, like they hate each other, but they actually are friends. Like their interaction is really funny. Just it's a good show. Mm. Um, so this was a banger too in my mind. So the Proud Family versus the Bernie Mac show, Keith. Uh, oh, as much as I love the crowd, I really want to see the next matchup. <laughs> <laughs> but the proud family is so good. Vote for the better show. Well, that's debatable. Bring back shows. <laughs> no, I'm saying if you like think the bring back show is funnier, then you think that's the better show. Vote for it. But don't vote for it because you want to see it go against Steve Harvey. Show. No, I understand. I'm just I. I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> I go with the Bernie Mac show because it kind of I looked really deep into the Bernie Mac show while doing this and he technically I feel like goes through therapy with as America being his like psychologist or therapist. I think he says that at one point. That like he's yeah. using America as like his therapeutic like his therapy. I really like that journey. So go with Bernie Mac. Uh, Zay? Um, okay. I, 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 I see, I like the Bernie and the kids. I wish they had more, more of Wanda, honestly, but, um, I'm, I'm gonna say the Proud Family. I do. I think that, I think that the, the target audience had better impact. So yeah. Travi. Yeah, I was gonna say I think that the Bernie Mac show is funny and it's a good show and everything, but I think that if we're looking at overall impact, Proud Family did more. 
Icky Haley. I like both shows. Like, yeah, uh, I wasn't mad either way. Right. Yeah. So we are at the final four. So Moesha versus my wife and kids. Travi. My wife and kids. Zay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say my wife and kids. I I don't want to. I love Nisi though, and uh, okay, I will say that my wife and kids because my wife and kids actually had like growth and change, and it actually did something. So yeah, my wife and kids. Keith, who would you have voted for? I would have gone with my wife and kids. It was gonna be a difficult choice, but. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm a sucker for a loving household. <laughs> I think most people are, but well, <laughs> not me. I like dysfunctional household. I love drama. <laughs> um, the Proud Family versus the Steve Harvey Show. Uh, Keith. Proud Family. Say. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> I really don't because I keep flip-flopping back and forth every time I compare it to a different one. It's crazy. I'm going, I'm genuinely Steve Harvey. Proud family. Proud family by a lot. Yeah, so it's the proud the final two. My wife and kids versus the proud family. Um, so uh Travis, start us off, yeah. So I'm happy to say I know both of these shows. I've seen both of them. <laughs> um, that should be a t-shirt. Travis seen that. <laughs> um, this so, is a banger, by the way. Yeah. It really is, and it's hard to like. I just keep coming back to, I don't know though, because my wife and kids has that same thing as well. Representation. Yeah, the representation. So can I say why I really like my wife and kids? Because you like a happy household, we are aware. Well, yes, that. (laughs) Both of the parents, like, so some of these shows, like, they were already, like, established, like, Fresh Prince, like Uncle Phil was our, like a lawyer. You saw his journey. Um, my wife and kids, like he, they weren't like ridiculously rich and like coming off the heels of that, of like shows like uh, uh, Fresh Prince. Um, Cosby Show. Cosby Show. Like they had monumental, or not monumental, but they had, they were doctors and lawyers. My wife and kids, exactly. like she was a day trader. Which is which is a, a a very very difficult line of work to be in. First of all, second of all, he was he started his own business from the ground up and became successful. And I can appreciate that for both of them for both of their sides of it. Mm-hmm. But listen, <laughs> as much as that. Okay, so on one hand you have that. On the other hand. My boy Oscar could start a fire with his knees. (laughs) (laughs) This is tough. Sugar Mama used to beat the shit out of him with her cane. 
Um, okay. Uh, Sugar Mama used to have her little her little side piece over here with the green hair. Shot. Oh yeah. So, uh, oh. I I know it's not gonna win, but I'm going crowd family, damn it. Like, <laughs> you had the grown sisters. You had Zoe. Just some random redheaded white girl there. I love that. <laughs> I see, and my thing about my life and kids is like I think it's so personal, like choosing these shows and stuff like that, like why I like them in, in different ways. Cause I felt like when I watched like the family, I felt like it was great and I and I felt seen. But I do like that again, that really powerful family dynamic. Not that Proud Family didn't exhibit that, but it it was definitely something about like this could be a real life, real time family doing stupid stuff like this. And it wasn't like these over exaggerated situations where it was like impossible. It's like, yeah, Claire can have a party and fully get busted and that shit would be funny. Or, you know, Junior gets his girlfriend pregnant. That's it's terrible, but it's normalcy. Like that's you know, or a super smart genius, like living next door who was in love with the, their littlest girl. Like, I think that's just normal stuff. So I could see it being that. So. I forgot about that storyline with, oh yeah. With Franklin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Y'all yeah. got, got mad about the about Roger. It was the, the stalker next door falling in love with the, the neighbor thing. But they and actually, like, when, it when was you talk about Franklin, it's like, oh, yeah, Franklin, fuck yeah, that's just like her. No, but it was reciprocated is the difference. Like, she liked him back. The, the difference with Roger and, like, Steve Urkel are that they were fucking stalkers who the girl was like, nah, I'm good. Leave me alone. And they didn't stop leaving her. They Fair didn't enough. stop. Fair enough. Franklin, she liked him back. Like it was. Hey, black. don't forget, don't forget though. Tia and Tamara wanted wanted Roger when he when he glowed up. <laughs> Let so the show. So they did Laura once uh, Steve. They showed up when he started winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keith, so you you're so it's one to one. Keith, you are voting my wife and kids. Is it yeah. one to one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going my wife and kids. I so, figured that. Yeah. So the winner of the best uh, black sitcom from or mid or well, yeah mid two thousands <laughs> or mid nineties. I can't talk. Mid nineties <laughs> to mid two thousands is my wife and kids. Woo! Yay! See, it's not sister, sister. Aren't you happy? I'm extremely happy the sister, sister did not win because it would have been the end of this show. No, <laughs> not just this episode, but this like show in general no, would, have would have been canceled. Um, well, we, we should have called it was undebatable. <laughs> undebatable. We're gonna have Mondays off, Keith. Dang it, you blew your chance too All late. Right. Um, so we're gonna do wait the a minute, sister, sister's coming in with a cash in. <laughs> I'm gonna close line it out of the way. Uh, uh, Zay, uh, why don't you tell the people again where they can find your podcast and find you, your social medias and everything? Okay, well, if you want to follow me personally, I'm on um Instagram um at pink princess underscore Zay. So P I N K P R Y N C-E-S-S -S underscore Z-A-X-A-Y. 
And that's my Twitter handle, Pink Princess Zay without the underscore. And if you want to follow me on TikTok, because I'm old, but I'm trying to use TikTok. So if you want to follow me on TikTok, it's um, but yeah, Black to the Future podcast on whatever platforms you use, like you can use Google Podcasts or, you know, Overcast, I think is one, and Apple Podcasts, of course. We drop every Thursday and you can tune in and listen to all the fun interviews and stuff that we've got going on. And you can also follow me on Slay with Zay, which is, again, if you didn't hear, the um, trans-inclusive oh, you know, series that I do to make sure people understand what it means to be a transgender person. So yeah, follow me. We have fun. We make good choices and all that kind of fun stuff. Okay. Uh, Travi, where can the people find you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of it's at primetime Travi T. Uh, Instagram and TikTok, it's P-R-I-M-E-T-I-M-E-T-R-A-V-V-Y-T. Um, but on Twitter, okay. it's P-R-I-M-E-T-I-M-E-T-R-A-V-Y-T because Twitter's okay. trying to hoe me. They are hoeing you. Hashtag get Travi the V. Um, joke wasn't funny and I didn't kill it. But you did. You killed it. It was hilarious and you killed the joke. Oh, it's on the up. floor, right over there. It's dead. Yeah. You yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did it. Uh let's you, just stop letting him do plugs. You were the suspect. Plugs, right? You did it. We're throwing you off the the uh off the spaceship. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I be tweeting. You can follow me at the Money Colt. Uh, it's D A M O N E Y C L T, like the team. Go Colt still. Um, I tweet about football, wrestling, politics, random thoughts, music, like my Beyonce slander. Um, just follow me. Uh, if you want to send me TikTok, same thing, the Money Colt. I'll watch your TikToks and laugh. At some point, I might do a TikTok or two, but. Yeah, TikTok, TikTok is great. Even even though I'm old, TikTok is great. Uh, you can follow me personally at Keith underscore the Chief on Twitter, where I also tweet about things. Sometimes, if you tweet at me, I'll tweet back and uh, ask me my top five of whatever you want, and I'll answer. Usually, I'll always answer. I see every message I get. Sometimes, uh, you can follow Debatable at Debate on Three on Twitter. Also, go to Facebook where you can follow the T13 page. Click the notification button so you can know every time that we're going live and you can see our faces everywhere. Uh, T13media.com slash debatable is where you can listen to everything debatable. T13media.com slash store is where you can get yourself a debatable T-shirt, a T13 T-shirt, a Primetime Travi T-shirt, Bad Guy Spoken T-shirt, mugs. We got mugs. We got hoodies. We got sweaters. We got um, zip-up hoodies. I think we have aprons we and do have aprons. Rugs. Yeah. Um, we have pillowcases. Leave us a review, rate, review, subscribe uh, on whatever platform you listen to us on. We appreciate your kind words. Um, tell your friends about us. Share us. Like us. Share us. We want to like you. So if you like us, we'll like you back. E. So uh, I hope everyone had fun. Thanks for coming on the show again. Um, and thanks for everyone listening and case closed.